Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, and good evening, everyone, and welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday. Once again, I'm very happy to be able to join you tonight, and we're actually celebrating a little bit because recently, um, just between last week and this week's show, uh, we hit 1,000 plays on podcasts, and that's across all platforms. Uh, mostly uh, folks that tune in on podcasts li- listen on Apple Podcasts, um, but regardless of which platform you tune in on, thank you so much for um, joining in every week uh, with you listen and provide feedback. Um, I love being able to hear from people. So you're going to see some things in the comments, some questions I'm going to have for you um, that I'm going to kind of go step by step on, and I would love to hear back hear from you about them, even if uh, you're jumping on you know, a little bit after we start. Please comment. I would love to know uh, what your favorite show is, your favorite thing about Disney Plus is so far. That's what we're going to start off in. So um, go ahead and comment on that. If you're jumping on, say hey. If you're here, uh, let me know that you're watching. Um, the more folks that comment and like it and share it and that kind of thing, the more people um, will will tune in. So that's how the Facebook al- algorithms work. <laughs> so anyway, um, so tonight it is November the 12th, 2019, and tonight's topic is Disney Plus and uh, don't go into debt uh, to go to Walt Disney World. And these two things, uh, these two things are not related okay this today just happened to be the day uh that disney plus which is disney's new streaming service uh was released uh you may be saying well netflix still has some you know marvel shows and some disney things going on well yes that's true there are some agreements that uh disney still has with um you know streaming services like netflix um and those you know contracts those agreements you know will be likely expiring in the coming months um and disney will be adding those programs to their disney plus streaming service uh, which covers things like you know Star Wars, uh, Pixar, classic Disney films. You know, even going all the way back to Steamboat Willie. Um, I asked earlier today what people were watching, and many, many people commented Steamboat Willie. Steamboat Willie, you know, the first appearance uh, of of Mickey Mouse in in animated form. Classic cartoon. You need to go and watch it. Um, it's awesome. So. Um, so some more bits about Disney Plus. You're going to see some things about National Geographic there. You may not have known that National Geographic was uh, owned by Disney. A lot of people know that you know Marvel and Star Wars and even like say all the ESPN uh, you know, sports channels and stuff are, are owned by Disney. ESPN is not part of Disney Plus, um, though you can get a special package together with Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN uh, through Hulu, I believe uh, that's available. So. Um, Disney had a lot of great deals open up that a lot of people jumped on, um, even up to where you could buy Disney Plus at a very discounted rate if you paid it all up front for, I think, three years, um, which is what we did. And so we're very excited to have this for a little while. Our kids don't even know we have Disney Plus yet, uh, but we're excited about it. And uh, I've even started to dive into The Mandalorian a little bit, which is the original Star Wars series that's going to appear exclusively on Disney Plus, and I can tell you right now, it is very well done. Uh, it is an original series um, that has John Favreau, who's well known, uh, you know, within kind of the Star Wars universe, uh, but also uh, with the uh, Avengers, some of the Avengers films and kind of Iron Man uh, and many others that are out there too. So, um, very excited about Disney Plus, um, but. 
to kind of circle back around to celebrating a thousand uh, plays via podcast, uh, I'm going to have a special giveaway. I'm going to be down at Walt Disney World next week, and I'm going to pick up something to give away to one of you that are listening tonight and also um, the next show that I do, which is going to come out on podcast only. So I'm not doing a live show next week. Uh, it's only going to be available on podcast. So the podcast link to the show is not in the notes now, but I am going to comment later when we're done uh, where you can go to find that. Um, it's going to be a little bit shorter version, um, but again, I'm going to explain all this uh, for you. So the way to enter to win um, is by leaving me a review on Apple Podcasts. Not everybody has access to Apple Podcasts, and that's fine, um, but about 80 85% of the people that listen on podcasts um, are tuning in on that platform. So you can leave a review there um, or on my business page, which is at Travelmation John R on Facebook or facebook.com forward slash Travelmation John R. Um, you can look for it there uh, that way. Uh, you're going to receive a special surprise that is coming, uh, will be coming directly to you from um, the Walt Disney World Resort next week. Uh, when I'm there, I'm going to grab it for you. Um, and to, to provide me that, just message me uh, your screenshot of your review on Facebook, or you can email that to me at johnrogers at travelmation.net. Uh, and again, I'll put that some more information there here in just a little bit. Um, so a few more thoughts about Disney+. Plus. Um, there's no more vault, right? Well, there still kind of is because, well, Disney has, you know, very careful control over all their, you know, original intellectual properties or IPs that some people call them. Um, and even some of the ones that they've acquired like uh, Pixar and Star Wars and, um, and Marvel and even Muppets um, that they've acquired um, over, over the years. So they're very, very particular about how those things are used, not just the shows or the movies themselves, uh, but also, you know, the images, like the image of, of these guys, of, of Mickey and of, of Oswald that are right behind me on, on the wall here. Um, so there are a lot of different things you can buy out there that are not officially licensed, but the officially licensed stuff uh, is very, very heavily guided. And even the unlicensed things you might, that you might see out there for purchase on sites like Etsy, uh, Disney actually had a huge crackdown on there. So um, they're they kind, of, kind of an ongoing thing. Um, that they're very careful about because they love their product. They want to make sure that it is you know, consistent wherever you encounter it and that people um, will continue to love it and endure it uh, for many years to come. So, again, Disney's super careful. They've been very intentional about the la uh, launch of Disney+. Plus. There were some issues earlier on today, and I think that is in large part due to, well, it's a new system. Disney has not had a paid streaming system like a Hulu or like a Netflix or like an Amazon Prime Video before. Yes, they've had this little app called Disney Now that has been available on, uh, like, say, I, I know for sure Android uh, TVs and, um, let's see, Roku's as well. Um, but this is very, very different from that. Very, very different. A little bit you know, further reaching. You can download shows on the go if you want. Uh, the closed captioning works a little bit more, smooth, smooth, more smoothly. A lot of the shows are available in multiple you know, languages. Um, it is, again, on multiple smartphone platforms, um, streaming to other streaming devices uh, like Android TVs and Apple TVs and Roku's. And um, they even came, with, came to an agreement with, um, I believe, Amazon recently to... Um, use their uh, fire streaming sticks. So lots of different ways that you can get it. If you want more information, just go to DisneyPlus.com. It'll give you a rundown of the pricing and subscription and, and all those kind of things. 
Um, but you can encounter old shows and, and movies um, along with new, very well-done originals like The Mandalorian that I mentioned. Uh, but again, I want to know what you think. If you have watched something so far, if you've had a chance to play around with the app uh, or even streamed it online, because you can do it online from a computer browser, um, which I did briefly today. If you've done that, I, I want to know what your experience is. Please chime in and uh, and let me know. My wife earlier said, and I think this is a hidden gem. If you're looking for a hidden gem in uh, in in Disney Plus, and for me, this just shows the thoroughness of it. Yeah, sure, you're going to have classics like Steamboat Willie. You expect that to be there. That's like the foundation of who Mickey Mouse is, right? But uh, there are also some other cult classics that are hidden uh, in the library that you may want to go searching for, like. Cool running. So one of our favorite movies. We have not watched it yet, but we will. Um, so yes, Cool Runnings. If you're a fan of that movie, it is a Disney classic. Um, if you didn't know it was a Disney film, it is. Um, go ahead and check that out. Uh, download it, stream it, you know, watch it on the go, what have you. So um, the, the next few things that we're going to be talking about tonight. This is kind of ending the Disney Plus portion of, of the show tonight. Um, but again, if you have anything else about Disney Plus that you want to comment on or bring up, please let me know. Feel free to do that anytime, um, and I'll try to follow up with it on here in a little bit. Um, but the, the primary focus of tonight is not going into debt to go to Walt Disney World. One of the number one issues, and we've covered this kind of here and there before, but I'm going to bring together um, lots of things that I've said in different episodes and shows over the past two years or so that we've done this. Um, to, to kind of talk about and give you some suggestions and hopefully some things to think about. Whether you're a seasoned park veteran um, or maybe a former cast member like myself or life has you know, gone on and you've gotten married and you've had kids and you haven't been there in a while um, or you're looking to do something really special, whatever the case is, um, there is a, a, a healthy way, a good way to travel to Walt Disney World uh, without, going on a de without going into debt. Um, so I hope that you will... Um, glean something from this that you will learn something. I'm going to give you some different options. I'm not going to say this is the only way because everybody has a different picture of what a what a budget is. Everybody has a different why for their going. Everybody has a has a different reason or, or, or different likes and dislikes about you know you know their vacation needs and things that they want to do. So um, I'm not I'm not a believer of the one size fits all vacation package. That's why as a travel agent, my number one goal off the bat. Um, just like I've, I've done recently over the past few days when I had somebody call me that I've never met that just found found me on a Google search. You know, I, I want to get to know them. I'm not going to just start throwing stuff at them um, off the cuff, but I want to have an intentional phone conversation to find out why they're going, what they want to do, if they have any specific food allergies or mobility issues we need to be aware of, um, if there is a budget concern, if there's a specific destination that we want to go to, if they're celebrating something, because that could help guide the conversation and the destination. So lots of different things. Um, but getting into the specific uh, topic tonight, we're going to break it down sp three specific areas. Um, the first one is this, um, booking your typical package. How to do that when traveling on a budget. So booking your typical uh, Walt Disney World vacation package. The the first piece of advice that I give people is book as early as possible. Book as early as possible. Ticket prices, hotel rates at Disney are not getting any cheaper. If, if you knew that or not, they're not getting any cheaper. In fact, a couple of times over the past year, uh, we'll say 12-month period, uh, year, uh, Disney has raised rates uh, at least twice that I, that I remember in, in memory. So, 
um, you know, that's one of the reasons to book early because by booking early, you're securing um, the current rates uh, for your travel, even you know if it's a year or a year and a half from now, because uh, it, you know you want to get that best deal and say you know well what if a promotion comes out I want to wait and see if there's free dining I want to wait and see if prices drop um, as a travel agent I can go in there um, and save you the time so you don't have to go and make the phone call um, and spend you know it's not uncommon to spend a couple hours on hold with Disney when a promotion comes out. Because when promotions come out like free dining or you know select you know special hotel rates and stuff like that, um, th they have limited availability. So the travel agents out there, the guests that have reservations, you know, booked there or or making those phone calls, you know, almost immediately the day of to make sure that their clients or themselves, if they're their own booking person, um, you know, get those best rates. So book early; um, it will save you money in the long run. And there's some other advantages to booking early as well that we'll we'll get into here in just a little bit. Um, a couple other things that you can do when booking a typical vacation package is there's lots of different add-ons um, like Memory Maker. Uh, Memory Maker is a great photo package add-on um, that is currently $169 uh, if purchased in advance three days or I think up to three days before your trip starts. And that $169 covers your entire trip, be it one day, seven days, ten days. Um, and everybody that is linked basically to your uh, trip uh, or on your reservation has access to those pictures. You'll be able to see them and download them. Uh, they're, they're pictures that are also cool little uh, kind of animated, uh, not quite like movies, uh, but they, they kind of sprinkle in some Disney magic along the way, and it's a really cool thing. But, you know, it's $169 that you don't have to worry about spending uh, if you want to save that. Uh, you, you certainly can because a lot of smartphones today are more than capable of taking some pretty great pictures and even and even video. Um, so one thing to think about. The next thing is this. I'm a huge proponent of dining plans. I love them. I think dining, dining plans provide a lot of flexibility. Um, they take, you know, they, they allow you to become more, um, I guess, immersed in the Disney culture where you don't have to worry about pulling out your wallet or worrying about your budget as much uh, when you're there because... Uh, everything's already been taken care of, but you know, dining plans sometimes, depending on the plan uh, and what your you know your eating expenses may be, um, they may be a little bit more than than you want to spend. And you can bring your own food into the parks. A lot of people don't know that there are many theme parks out there uh, that will ban you from bringing food into the parks. Now there are some rules you need to be aware of. You can't bring loose ice in like an, an ice chest or you know a bag or something like that. Uh, Disney has implemented some new rules that you want to be aware of, um, so you can't do that. But those little like cooling packs and stuff like that, um, those are you know those are okay. Um, you can also even get a cup of ice or from uh, some of the quick service restaurants to uh, put in there once you're in the parks. Um, so there's a lot of different ways and sort of hacks that you can use to you know make that work if that's something you want to do. Uh, when my wife and I were cast members, and even our, in our first few. Uh, trips to the parks um, after we were married, before we had kids, uh, one of our favorite things uh, to uh, bring were the Smucker's Uncrustable Sandwiches. We would throw those in a, a cooling bag or freeze them and put them in our backpack. And you know, Central Florida's warm. So midway through the day when it was time for lunch or a snack, those things were still a little bit cool, but they were defrosted and they made, they made for a great little kind of on-the-go quick lunch. Um, so lots of things that you can do to have a great time 
um, but also great time eating and, and dining, but also safe. Um, and you can still, you know, you can still book uh, advanced reservations without a dining plan package. Now, uh, either a credit card guarantee or full payment for some reservations may be required, but, you know, if you don't have the dining plan, uh, but still, you, you might be saving money uh, at the end of the day. Um, there are different types of park tickets, as you may be aware. Uh, there are single-day park tickets. There are park hopper park tickets. There are park hopper plus tickets. So the single-day tickets get you admission to one of the four main Walt Disney World theme parks per day of your ticket. The park hopper tickets allow you entrance to any of those four parks as many times as you want per day of your ticket. Uh, and the park hopper plus tickets basically give you the, the park hopper version. So admission to the four main parks. Um, but also access to uh, the two Disney water parks as well uh, per day of your ticket. So some uh, different options there. And depending on when you want to go, uh, those t ticket prices may vary a little bit. So they are going to be more expensive. If you want to go Christmas week, uh, between you know Christmas and New Year's is the busiest time of the year for Walt Disney World. Anytime anybody wants to book a package there, I'm more than happy to help them. It actually excites me a little bit because I love Christmas at Disney. If you've watched this or know me in the slightest, you know that. Um, but I almost wore my Mickey Santa hat tonight. Um, I know where it is. Some of our Christmas decorations are already out. Um, but uh, anyway, so it excites me when people want to book those trips. But, you know, it takes some intentional time. It takes some intentional planning. And you don't want to necessarily go on a trip that you're going to regret, however fun or grand it may be. Uh, you want to make sure that you plan something that you're going to be able to enjoy and cherish and remember when you get back and it not be clouded by debt or that credit card bill, you know, stinging you in the side when you get home. I mean, I'm not I'm not talking about taking out a HELOC to be able to go on, you know, a vacation or, or whatever. That's that's not what I'm talking about. Um, I mean, you, you need to do these things smart. And again, we're going to get into some practical tips here in just a little bit. By the way, uh, some people, like, I, I love the on-property Disney parks, or perks, okay? That's one of the number one things that I love about staying uh, staying at the resort. They're great. The on-property transportation, uh, the kindness, and kind of concierge-level quality of mostly every Disney cast member that, that you will encounter is, is amazing. I mean, Disney sets the standard for how a lot of businesses handle customer service. Now, they can't hand you to the world, right? If something goes wrong... Uh, or doesn't go as magically as planned, they can't, you know, just wave a literal magic wand and, and make things back the way they should be. But they do seek to take care of you and respect your time and respect your money, respect your commitment, respect the why of your trip as much as possible. So I do want to tell you that one of the kind of hidden secrets of Walt Disney World are the campgrounds. If you love camping, whether it's RV camping down to just, I've got a two-person you know, camping tent that I like to take to my local state park and hang out. That's a great way to go to Disney. They have a lot of great facilities um, that are there for folks to shower, you know, bathhouses, stuff like that. Uh, restrooms that like when you go into it, it feels like you're in, uh, you know, like a bathroom in one of the hotels. It doesn't seem like it's out in, in, in the middle of the woods um, on Walt Disney World property. They have a lot of really cool things that they do at the Fort Wilderness campgrounds and kind of in that general resort area. Um, so if you're considering going, you want to go on a budget, you, you want to, you know, stay a little bit cheaper, maybe you want to stay longer and not pay as, have to pay as much, you know, because some people are like, well, you know, do I go and stay in, in a nicer resort, one of the deluxe resorts, and, you know, maybe only stay three days, or do I go to one of the value resorts or moderate and stay five or seven days? Um, so those are some things to think about and consider. The campgrounds are a great option, especially if you love the outdoors. 
So if you have questions about that and how that works, please let me know. Again, they do have space for tents. They have space for um, pop-up trailers. They have space for full-size RVs. And that does vary on availability based on time of year as well as the cost. But typically the cost of those are a lot less than uh, booking a typical resort hotel room, be it a value moderate or deluxe for that matter. <coughs> so the next category, we just talked about booking your typical vacation packages uh, the, at Walt Disney World. The next one we're going to look at is limited days on Disney property. So if you have limited days on Disney property, and for me what this means is when you have, you know, basically less than four days, so one to three days to come on to Disney, or even if it's just a, a half day, um, because in my mind you need at least a full day to uh, spin in each of the parks because they all have a lot to offer. So many people want to go in, they want to do the rides, they want to bypass everything else and get on out. There are a lot of hidden things to see um, at each of the parks. And if you tuned in when I did the kind of walk around the different lands at the Magic Kingdom um, that I did over the past couple of months, uh, you'll see that. There's a lot of, uh, you'll hear that and read that. There's a lot of different things that, that you can do um, that are not like the the front, you know, headline advertised things. Um, so a lot of different shows, uh, you know, different games and uh, other activities to do in the parks. So uh, I encourage you to take your time. Take at least a full day at each of the parks if you can. Um, if you're worried about a park being a half day for your family, I don't believe in half day parks personally. Um, but again, that's it's it's all up to you uh, and what your family is, is capable of, the reason why you're there, and what you want to do. Um, so again, plan well, but be flexible. Um, that's why I love the flexibility of the park hopper tickets. You're not locked into just going to one day, one park for, for one particular day. But if you are going, if you're saying, you know, I, I'm going to be in Central Florida or in Orlando for a conference, or I really want to go with my family, but I don't know how to, um, I, I don't know how to make it work because Disney is so expensive. Consider only going for a day or two. There's a lot to do, a lot to do at Magic Kingdom. There's a lot to do at Disney's Hollywood Studios and at Epcot and at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So many things to do at those parks. Each park offers their own special flavor of, of entertainment, uh, their own special appeal to guests of all ages. Um, and, you know, so that's one of the things that I can do to help you is, is to weigh those options. Well, is this part better for me or, or is this part? Or maybe it's just a couple um, that or maybe it's a couple that you're looking at. So I'll help you figure out, you know, what is, is the best one for you. And that's when, you know, time and planning and research is on your side. Uh, some of the other things that you can actually do, maybe you want to come and you want to stay on Disney for a few days, but you don't want to spend the money for park tickets, but maybe you want to get out into the Orlando area and explore a little bit. Go check out uh, Disney Springs. Uh, go check out uh, the outlet mall. Go check out uh, the Crayola experience, especially if you have little kids. It's a really cool thing. Um, Go go to some of the other Orlando area resorts and see what they have to offer. City Work, City Walk, over at the Universal Orlando Resort, or maybe one of the theme parks that they have there. Uh, or maybe pop over to SeaWorld, which is in kind of the same general area. Um, if you have some time on your hands, drive over to Tampa, which is not that far from uh, from Disney. A little about between an hour and an hour and a half, to, depending on where you are on Disney property and what traffic is like. Um, Spend some time at your hotel or, or, or the pool just hanging out and relaxing. I mean, that's why people go on these vacations a lot of times uh, anyway. 
Um, go see the non-theme park sides of Disney. And you're probably, well, what, what is that? <laughs> well, I've already mentioned some of it, um, like some of the things to do around the hotels, um, as well as uh, at Disney Springs. There's a lot to do at Disney Springs. Just take your time. Go for a walk. Walk through some of the shops. Even go through some that you know you're not going to spend any money in. Um, leave, you know, leave your wallet locked up in the safe in the hotel room if you're really worried about it. Um, but there's a lot of really cool things to do. Go on some of the boat rides. I mean, you can. There are uh, some river boats that will take you from Disney Springs um, down that that I've talked about before back in May when we went on our trip. Uh, that will take you from Disney Springs to some of the resorts. So it's something really cool that you could do. They have some walking paths in the area um, as well. So a bunch of really, really neat things to do. And you don't even have to have a theme park ticket or hotel stay on Disney property to do that. Um, so that's kind of wrapping up the sort of limited days. There's a lot of different options. Um, you know, some of the ones I didn't, I don't think I talked about visiting the beach. There are a couple of great beaches that are close by. Uh, within, I would say, an hour to an hour and a half drive. Um, there's Daytona Beach, which is a little bit further out, but it's well known for the racetrack. Um, there's also Cocoa Beach, uh, which is right next to Port Canaveral or Cape Canaveral, uh, which is where Disney Cruise Line's main port is. So if you're doing a Disney cruise vacation coupled with a Walt Disney World trip, plan on some time to spend you know, out by the port uh, before you, before after you get back and spend some time hanging out uh, at the beach and go visit the, the Kennedy, the Space Center that's out there. Um, the Kennedy Space Center. So it's a great place to see and, and to experience. You know, I, we're up in here uh, in the Rocket City of North Alabama uh, where the uh, Saturn V rocket was kind of developed and, and, and built. You know, I'm technically in Madison, but Huntsville surrounds us on four sides. And you know, I really I want to go see Kennedy Space Center sometime. Um, and it seems like a really cool thing. So I hope that's been helpful for you. You know, there's a lot of stuff that to do when people think Orlando they think Disney Universal check those things off well there's a lot of really cool things to do in the area uh, even beyond what I've listed and for time we're going to kind of go on here um, that to kind of shift the conversation towards the more um, specifically practical part of it um, budgeting doing these things smart play it smart again don't go under debt plan as far in advance as possible but be flexible okay if you have a side hustle Great. You know, let that be some of the motivation for you, you know, for that extra time you're taking away from your family, from your, you know, regular everyday life. Let this be a motivation. Work towards something. Have a reward at the end of the tunnel, something that's motivating you. You know, know that why. Understand that why in the back of your mind where you're not just working, working, working all the time, but maybe you're working towards something. Maybe a great Disney trip uh, could be it. Um, make make it something, again, make it something to work towards. Um, here's another idea. We're coming into the holiday season. Okay, use your holiday gift budget. So the entire budget, whether it's for you, your spouse, your kids, uh, just yourself, whatever the case is, use your entire budget, uh, however you know small or large that may be, for a travel experience. Maybe that could be Walt Disney World. It doesn't have to be over the holidays. Uh, it could be later on in the year. Um, also think about driving versus flying. A lot of people love the convenience of flying because you don't have to worry about your car. You're not paying parking fees. You can just hop on the Magical Express or take a minivan, um, mini M-I-N-N-I-E van uh, from Orlando International Airport to your Disney Resort Hotel. Uh, you know, th there are some discount um, airfare options that are out there. 
Uh, I, I try to leave, I try to educate my clients as much as possible so they know their options and they are able to understand them. Uh, it's, it's clearly, I'm there to answer questions and be honest and impar as impartial as I can be. You know, if people want to know what's your recommendation, what's your favorite airline out there, I will tell them for me, it's Delta Airlines. I've traveled Delta more in my life uh, than any other air airline and always had a great experience. Um, I am one of the oddballs out there that I actually love Hartsville Jackson Airport in Atlanta. I used to live there. Um, and have been through that airport many times and seen it in, in you know, various iterations throughout the years. So um, if you have questions about navigating Atlanta Airport, uh, reach out to me. I can tell you where the Chick-fil-A's are uh, and where the Varsities are at, uh, at, uh, at the Atlanta Airport. So um, another thing is th that I want to bring up in relation to flying versus driving. Um, is because some people will drive even if they're in New England or cross country and make an entire experience out of the destin out of the journey to get there. You know, this is a couple of week typically experience for people because you know they don't want to spend just a couple of days and have to turn around and drive you know two straight days back home. Um, driving there is it takes a lot of energy out of you. All right, it's it's physically taxing. Um, you, you do have fuel costs, it's hard on your vehicle and things of that nature, but for some people, again, it is worth the journey. Uh, it does take more time, and for people that are saving up vacation time, um, time is very, very valuable. Um, so that is one thing to consider as well. Um, there's, there's the time and money argument. It's kind of one of the biggest pieces when planning a vacation that you want to be sensitive to. When you get down there, when you're actually in Walt Disney World, one of the things that, that you pay for if you're staying at a deluxe resort is the proximity to the parks. Many of the deluxe resorts are within walking distance of uh, many of the parks that are there. Uh, some of them are on the monorail loops, like Disney's Polynesian Village Resort, the Contemporary Resort, Disney's, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa, right there on the monorail loop in front of Magic Kingdom. That You can easily transition monorails and hop over to Epcot if you wanted to. Um, there are a lot of other resorts that are close by that are close in uh, the area as well. So that's one of the things that you pay for. When you're paying for a deluxe resort experience, you're paying for convenience. You're paying for, for time. That's one of the reasons why Disney has the minivans available now. It's, a, it's another mode of transportation that gives you uh, an extra experience to get from one point of property to another quickly without having to worry about getting on a bus or a monorail or, um, or driving your own car. Uh, it saves you time. So that's one thing you have to understand when you go into the budgeting process is weighing is weighing your time um, versus your budget and how that kind of all works all works together. Um, another very basic thing that you could do uh, to play it smart is bring your own food into the parks. You know, I mentioned this earlier when <laughs> I talked about bringing those peanut butter and jelly Uncrustables. Um, there are some really basic things you can do, and Disney uh, will allow you to bring your own food into the parks. Um, it's, it's not all theme parks do that, um, so. That's one thing to consider. I love bringing trail mix. It's one of my favorite snacks because um, it's it's light, doesn't take up a lot of space, and you know it's protein, so it's a little bit more filling than you know, say just like chips or something like that um, that will get easily crunched, or you know maybe pretzels, something like that, is, are good. Um, well, one of the other big things that I think some people don't think about it, it you can very easily get overwhelmed by the sheer amount of merchandise that is out there that is everywhere across Disney. Um, set a budget for yourself. When you go to the parks, don't even like, don't take your, your credit cards or your debit card. Take your ID. Uh, there's always a chance you might do that, but leave your credit cards and your debit cards in your room 
Buy a, buy a Disney gift card either when you get there or before you're there. You can buy them at discounts. A lot of wholesalers like uh, uh, Sam's Club, Costco, I think maybe maybe even BJ's uh, Warehouse might have some. Uh, you can get them at Target, I believe, if you have a red card with a 5% discount. So lots of different ways uh, to get them. Yes, <laughs> my friend Josh Pies, uh, who's in the Orlando area, says it's everywhere, and it is absolutely everywhere for sure. <laughs> um but set yourself a budget. Just bring the gift card in with you. And another thing that you want to you want to do if you are using gift cards to manage either your you know your spending budget, be it dining or or merchandise, is register those gift cards at DisneyGiftCard.com. Again, register those gift cards at DisneyGiftCard.com. That is where you go to actually combine uh, gift cards. You can do that. You know, if you have a bunch of little ones in odd increments or a bunch of twenty-five dollar gift cards that you want to use to make your final payment on your trip. Um, you can you can do that at DisneyGiftCard.com and combine them into gift cards up to a thousand dollars in in value. So one of the other cool things that you can do, like say for example, I lost my gift card. I don't know, it's gone. That's one of the things people worried about with with doing this. Well, if you register this uh, on on this particular website, um, it will save that gift card number in there. You can go and buy, you know put $5 on a random gift card for a Disney gift card and then transfer the value because it's tracked electronically and those numbers are saved um, on DisneyGiftCard.com to that new one, even though you lost an old one and the old one's you know deactivated. Um, so super simple hack that you can do. I had a friend that actually did this uh, that misplaced one of his old gift cards, but luckily had registered them online um, and it all worked out at the end of the day. So uh, gift cards can be a very easy way to manage your budget um, also, if you're traveling with children and you know they get really excited about paying for things, if they've saved up their allowance money to buy a stuffed Mickey Mouse or Minnie or whatever the case is, um, put that money on a gift card for them. You know they can swipe it just like you swipe your credit card or debit card. Hopefully it's not a credit card. Hopefully it's a debit card, um, and and go for it that way. So that's one thing that's pretty cool. Um, focus on the why of your trip. I see this all the time. Focus on the why of your trip, but don't get too carried away. Um, because I know uh, that sometimes, especially if you're doing something really special, you want to go all out. And for some people, that's what you need to do. It is. For some people, that is that is what you need to do when you're there. You need to go all out. You need to celebrate the why if you're there. Maybe you've just graduated from college. Maybe you're there and you've gotten married. Maybe you've just worked yourself out of debt. Uh, maybe you're celebrating you know, something in memory of someone um, you know, I've even known people to go to Disney um, and, 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 and go because, you know, they have family members that have been given a terminal diagnosis. So, yeah, they're going to go all out because they want to they, they want to celebrate as much as possible um, and they want to they want to do things well. They want to have a great experience. Um, you don't have to break the bank to have a great experience, by the way. That's the whole point of this whole conversation. But um, there's some, definitely some special ways uh, that and special things that you can do. Um, Josh has also chimed in and said, buy popcorn buckets, refills are cheap. Yep. Um, that's one of the things that you may see a lot of Instagrammers will do when Disney re releases a new popcorn bucket. That's one of the number one things that I see photographed out there are the popcorn buckets. Um, check them out. They're a lot of fun and they're really cool. There's some great seasonal ones that come out. Um, also some that are related to Toy Story Land and Star Wars Galaxy's Edge that are pretty cool. So some of them are even you know limited release uh, that are out there. Um, but yeah, popcorn buckets—they make a great—they make a great souvenir too, for sure. And like you said, the refills are pretty cheap. 
Um, be flexible. I, again, I say that all the time. Be flexible when you go in there, especially you know with the weather um, or if uh, somebody does happen to get ill while you're there. Be prepared for that, um, but also be flexible as you go into it. Um, know, especially if you are the trip leader or group leader, whether it's just you by yourself or or a couple and you're on a special trip or your family or a large you know busload of people. Um, you want to make sure that you uh, have a positive attitude um, when, when you're going in there and when things don't go your way because those people that are traveling with you are going to be looking to see how you react uh, to adversity. And you can set the pace for how people uh, experience their trip. So keep that in mind. You know, it, it may put a lot on you, um, but hopefully the joy that you see other people having around you can compensate for whatever goes wrong in front of you. And, and, and as somebody that's been a trip leader in different circumstances, I, I totally get that, which is one of the reasons why um, I bring that up. And the very last thing, again, saving it up and playing it smart is know your context. Know your context and know what you want, but also be, uh, but also be realistic. Um, in regards to your expectations and your budget. Be realistic in regards to your expectations um, and for, for what you want to do on your trip, but also your budget as well. Because yes, unfortunately, Disney costs money. <laughs> Disney costs money. Um, but it's all about, and Josh said this a second ago, um, memories are the number one thing. They're the number one reason why people go there because for many people, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Luckily, you know, my family's blessed. We live in part of the country where we are within kind of what we would call the edge of sort of driving distance for any sane person. <laughs> um, but we used to drive to Disney a lot more frequently than we do now. Um, but it's all about creating memories. You know, Travelimation's kind of missional statement for the year is leaving this world with memories, not dreams. Um, and there's a bunch of different ways that you can make those memories. It doesn't have to be at Disney. I mean, that's that's what it's all that's what it's all about for Disney. They 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 want, you know, Walt Disney World. The people at Walt Disney World, the cast members there, want your experience there to be a realized version of something that you've been dreaming about uh, for your entire life. In some cases, and it can be that. It really can. Um, but again, plan well. Uh, be flexible. Be smart. And, and budget well. You do not have to drive yourself into debt to go to Walt Disney World. Um, you know, it, it'd be kind of hard not to if you were going to pick up and go tomorrow without any planning uh, or, or budgeting. But again, that's why I say plan as far back in advance as possible. Um, you can travel well on a budget with a triple package, with a typical package if you plan well in advance. Uh, there are a ton of awesome things to do in Central Florida um, instead of spending all your time at Disney. You know, I talk all the time about Disney, but there are other things to do there that won't break the bank. Um, some budget-friendly things to do. And again, lastly, save up, play it smart. Don't go into debt and cause yourself or your family a group or group uh, undue stress that will cloud the memory of your experience together. Um, so don't do something that you're going to regret in that case. Um, I hope this conversation for you has been has been practical. Um, if there's something that you've loved. Something that you were like, yeah, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Please let me know. I, I want to know. I want to be able to, to talk with you. And I want to understand where you're coming from because I believe that um, I believe that we can all learn from each other. I believe there's all something to um, there's all something we can we can gain because we all have a different uh, perspective of our experience. OK, 
okay? Um, based on where we are in life. You know, I think that's one of the reasons why people are constantly going back to Walt Disney World. Um, you know, the first time I went was, was as a child. Um, I eventually came back many years later and was a cast member for a short time. And, and you know, I, I started booking trips and sending people there. I went, went to Walt Disney World on my honeymoon. So I've been there in different phases of my own life. And now I'm going, you know, with, with my own herd of children that we have. Um, so there's something, there really is something there for everybody. It's not just for kids. And regardless of who you are, where you're coming from, or why you're going, uh, there's a way to do it smart, and there's a lot of awesome memories to be made. So if you have questions about that, please let me know. Um, and as a reminder, if you want to enter the drawing for something that I'm going to get you at Walt Disney World next week, uh, please do so by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, or on my business Facebook page, which I will drop a link to in the comments here in just a little bit. Um, and just screenshotting that, messaging it to me on Facebook, or sending it to me via email. So thank you again uh, for joining me. And again, be on the lookout for next week's special podcast-only episode. And we do hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks and a great holiday season. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.